This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the Executive Pocket Planner, which is currently $10 off in the Full Focus store. But the offer ends soon. So while you're listening to this lovely episode, you should definitely go to fullfocusstore.com, get your $10 off your Executive Pocket Planner, and then keep listening to the podcast. So you get to have it all today. <laughs> a great deal on a great planner and get to listen to a great podcast. That's at fullfocusstore.com. No, I think let's write that down though. That's a great tagline, I think, for this podcast. Focus on this. This does not mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) Don't panic. It doesn't mean anything. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker, Blake Stratton, and two very, very special guests. Happy Monday to you guys. Hey, happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Don't leave us in suspense. Yes. We've got some more people in our little squares here, as we're still doing over-the-internet recording. So, Courtney, who's that handsome gent next to you? Yeah, yeah. So who is that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my husband Chase uh, is here with us today. I guess Chase. I mean, you. I I guess you've never been on the podcast before, Verna. Well, I'm giving it away. I I shouldn't say who else is here. Um, But I don't know. Do you want to tell people a little bit about what you do? Yeah, yeah. So it is an honor. It's the first time I've been invited to your podcast. Great. Yeah. Um, Wait, I feel I feel like that was a dig right there. This is just a little. <laughs> this is the first time I've been oh. invited. Hey, listen, he also has a podcast, and I've never been on his podcast, true. so true. you know. Touche, touche. That's true. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I actually work at uh, Rolling Hills Community Church as a family pastor. So I oversee preschool through high school. Um, yeah, been been um, a pastor for almost um, eighteen years. And verbs. Yes. Um, seated next to you, a, a returning, a recurring guest. I guess we could, we could call it at this point, a recurring guest on the show. Yes. Once again, uh, I'm joined here today by my wife, Verna. And uh, yeah, it's your second time being a yes. reoccurring guest. Hi, now, everyone. So. <laughs> yes, She's back pro. by popular demand. <laughs> so the real reason y'all are here is because this month, our theme is rejuvenation rejuvenation and who better to talk about rejuvenation than parents than parents Mm -hmm. of children specifically and in uh, chase and gordy's case also a dog do do you have pets birds and verna uh we do not have pets that's because they're smart people (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like everybody with pets says has that kind of a statement there courtney so we're we're taking their advice for now. We do Absolutely. have a bird feeder in the backyard, though. I don't know if that counts. A bird fe- that is a brilliant solution. Okay. <laughs> Everybody buy a bird feeder. That's great. No, that, we love dog. Is that is that similar to your parenting style? It's like, listen, here's a big thing of food. It's in the center of the living room. All right, hey, if you need we- something, just go there. <laughs> almost, almost. Once, once they're able to get their own breakfast, pour their own cereal, you're pretty much heading in that direction. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, what we realize is a lot of you listening 
you would love to hear, you know, the top tips for rejuvenation, but one of the most common, it, it seems like, could be obstacles to your routines or your own ability to get out ahead of uh, being tired or being overwhelmed is just your responsibility as parents because it is a full-time, never-ending job. My wife and I were on the couch this weekend. We were just chatting. It's kind of like just getting on a train. All this, all, you, you weren't on a train. Then you get onto a train, and it's not that you get off the train. You just are. You just live on a train now. It just keeps going. It barrels <laughs> down, and you're just mm-hmm. there. You're just like, oh, I'm a person on a train at this point. I don't know if that analogy, maybe that just makes sense to me. <laughs> you guys great. are looking at me like, a train? No, but it just never stops, right? Mm-hmm. Your role, your responsibility as parents never stops. And yet we know that rest is really important. So we thought, let's bring on these amazing teammates of yours to talk about how have you learned to incorporate rest, to develop strategies uh, that maybe you you would want to share with the parents listening uh, here on Focus on This. So welcome. I'm excited to have you. Can I just add to, I think, you know, if you're listening right now and you're like, well, I probably don't need to listen to this episode because I don't have kids and um, I want to like reframe this for you. If we can figure, if these strategies work with kids, they'll work for anyone. Um, so I think even if you don't have kids, I think there's going to be a lot of things that you're like, oh, okay, that's an interesting way to do that because there are, everybody has different obstacles. Um, but again, on the, on this train that we're on, you know, those obstacles never, you know, that, that feels like a weird analogy. All of a sudden my children feel (laughs) like (laughs) obstacles. They're not obstacles, but they're just a lot of things that you've got to like continually contend with. uh, The growth opportunities. Yes. (laughs) Sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's in, in, in that sense, not to, you know, just dive in here, Courtney, but it's almost like when someone says that they don't need a hobby because they love their job. Sometimes that can feel mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit like, well, I'm a parent, like I don't, I don't need the rest or I, I don't even deserve the rest or I don't even want, you know, the, the time because listen, I, I love being with my kids. I just going to, you know, give them everything and it's what we know is that when you deny how you're wired, you don't take a break from work because you don't like your job. Or at least hopefully that's hopefully you do like your job, right? And in a similar way, you don't make time for rest because your kids are just this obstacle to it. Although, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe there's some days where it feels that way. But um because you love your kids, right? You you when you want to make time to rest and because you recognize it's important. So Let's let's talk about it. This uh, episode is going to be a little bit different. Usually we've got a big, you know, one, two, three, or five steps and all that stuff. This, we're going interview style. So I'm going to play the role of, um, who am I? Do, do you guys, are you Fallon guys or are you Conan oh, guys? Oprah. Not Oprah. Oprah. Oprah, yeah, that's what people <laughs> tend to, they associate me. They're like, Blake, oh, he's an Oprah type. That's, I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> are you kind of get into that enneagram fourness yeah. you go deeper, you like <laughs> all right um, wait i vote i vote you take it all the way back and just go ahead and channel your inner phil donahue oh. Mm. Oh, or if you're really uh, feeling risky go for your geraldo rivera oh my gosh <laughs> i feel like this is a trap <laughs> let's 
let's dive in. Let's do a yeah, little let's interviewing. Let's just start with the easy ones first. All right. These are just the these are the slow pitch ones. Okay. Each of you, real quick. Let's how many it. kids do you have? <laughs> do you remember? Um, how many kids do you have? How old are they? Right, we have three kids. Uh, they are ten. No, sorry, our ten-year-old just turned eleven. We have eleven, <laughs> nine, and seven years old. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and we have two kids. Um, our oldest is five, and our youngest is five months. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> um, so let's talk about scheduling because for both cases. Both you, Verbs and Verna, and Chase and Courtney, you've got kids in, in different stages, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm just thinking, I only have one, so I'm definitely taking notes in this episode, but how are your kids' needs shaping your schedule? Um, and let's just, you know, schedule for you personally, because I do, we are talking about kids, but I am interested ultimately in talking about you and your individual lives and getting the rest and rejuvenation you need. So for your own personal schedules, how does that work? Um, and how are your kids influencing your schedule right now? Uh, Chase and Courtney, let's start with you. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to start? Yeah. I mean, I think we're at a different, I mean, with a, we're, we still have a preschooler and we, we have a five month old. So, you know, we're, we're also, you know, I think they shape our schedules in a lot of ways. You have to figure out a routine, but but we have just now. You can speak to everything else, but I'm particularly this past week um, was the first week the reality set in of extracurricular activities for us. So mm-hmm. we've never had a nighttime rehearsal or a nighttime recital or those kind of things. Well, this past week, our daughter started dance this past year, and all of these these uh, rehearsals and those kind of things happen like at 6 p.m. And we're like, what? <laughs> you mean, that's like, how did this happen? We're like uh, six o'clock. We're like ramping in. We're coming in for like the landing for the night. You know, it's like seven o'clock bedtime. You know, that's, that's how we roll in this household. We're like, wait, you want us to do something <laughs> with the five-year-old out exactly. in the world? So I'd say that that's new for us in this season of of kids shaping. You know, you get in the routine with the first one. You're like, okay, you know, obviously you don't the first, I don't know, eight weeks, twelve weeks are a blur. You just don't know. You lack of sleep, those kind of things. Then you set into a schedule. Um, and then we've had that schedule for five years, I feel like, or four years, and then here comes a new one. And you're like, oh no, this is now we're playing and it's not too Two on one. Yeah. We're playing man-to-man defense right now and trying to figure out our schedules. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. really, really a difficult thing. Yeah. And I, w- I would say just like for personally, I mean, I talked a lot about this on the episode right when I came back um, from maternity leave. You know, I think as far as like ongoing, like our daily rest and rejuvenation, you know, I've set up my schedule where that's going to happen between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. So I've got to be really intentional with what I do in those hours. Um, you know, what are my rituals? You know, what are the things I need to do to recharge? You know, how am I going to schedule those things are really important. Um, because from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., 
for me to get rest during those hours, it basically means I got to turn to the other person and say, hey, can you play a zone defense so I can go take a 20-minute nap? And that mm-hmm. certainly happens, um, but it's not something like on a daily basis um, that I'm going to count on. So it's no. really important for me to set up my schedule from that 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., you know, that there are things in there that help me refuel and recharge for the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Verna, I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, last time we talked with you, you had mm-hmm. mentioned you were doing school like in during COVID times. Are you? Did you finish out the school year or have you finished out the school year doing no, school at home still? Not officially finished. We finished the end of June. But okay. it's like three lessons a day. Just like whatever, we, we finish the bulk of our curriculum and it's just whatever's left over. Sometimes I'll let them play or I take them to the park, we come back, we do a lesson. You know, we just um, we just mix it up so that they can still have fun. Absolutely. So day to day though, you you are with your kids, right? They're, they're not off at school. They've been doing school at home. Yeah. So talk to me. I'm curious your answer or your perspective on this scheduling question. How are your kids right now as we enter into, you know, summer 2021? What does that rhythm look like for you guys? It is a bit more relaxed, you know, because like by end of April, we finished the bulk of our curriculum and then we just uh, spread everything else out. So we might take a day off a week and just go to the zoo or do something fun all day, you know, but if we home, we do, we do like two, three lessons a day and just finish up whatever. And some of it is really just extra work to keep them busy, <laughs> you know. I feel so, like I need this relationship at my job. <laughs> I, I need to talk to. I need to talk to my boss. I think that's a good rhythm for me. Just like, all right, I'm going to do one or two calls. Maybe go to the hit up the zoo <laughs> and then circle back if if there's time after my nap. Circle back to the office. So I like that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, well, let's I'll, actually let's shift and let's talk about rest and maybe verbs and Werner, mm-hmm. If you can just keep the momentum here, yeah. Um, what have you learned? Your kids are a little bit older, and again, I'm I'm taking notes here. But what have you learned about rest um, as you've you know, been in in these different seasons of parenthood. And even now, I I think about this last year, a year and a half, and just how wild, you know, it was in general because of the pandemic. What have you been learning about rest as you've been parenting and maybe specifically even in these last couple of years? Yeah, I'll share this. And I think I know I've mentioned it on the show before, as far as context is, um, you know, we've been schooling at home pretty much from the beginning. But with that, as Chase and Courtney mentioned, you know, there's these seasons that you go through as your kids grow, they get older, they get into these extracurricular seasons. So it's almost like, you know, where we talk about an ideal week, it's almost like you need probably three different versions of what an ideal week could mm-hmm. look like, depending on the season that your child is is in and what they're involved with. So at least it doesn't come as a shock. You can kind of just switch to, all right, let's do ideal week B now that we're, you know, starting soccer, mm-hmm. like we recently had to go to. <clears throat> but as they grow, you realize that that has to shift a little bit because um, it's just a season change that we have to be aware of as well. So what we've, I think what we've been learning is, again, the importance of rest. And we've tried this multiple times, I think just through the years of the importance of just having a day 
to where we're not scheduling anything. We're not requiring to mm-hmm. be, you know, it's not required of us to be somewhere specific, but let's just do as little as possible um, and, and, and get rest. Mm-hmm. You know, that includes, you know, chores. We'll try to do those a day before. So it's not something that's in the back of our mind. Well, we got to get to this before the day kick or the week kicks off. Mm-hmm. But those, those sorts of things is what we've tried to implement, you know, over the last couple of years and then encouraging, you know, our kids to do the same is, you know, just, Hey, let's be still for today. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean go take a nap, you know, for two hours, but let's just dial it down so we don't, mm-hmm. you know, we can kind of subside some of this busyness. Yes. I would say Sundays are kind of an official day of rest, you know, even if it's just two hours, they, and they know this because we've taught them about the day of rest. <laughs> so, you know, um, we, if we say, Hey, everybody's going to lay down for two hours, read a book or sleep, but stay down and just, rest they know what that means now so we can do that at least once a week yeah and there's resistance to it but you check in with them about an hour and a half into it in their sleep you know but just to kind of get them in the habit of of saying hey we don't have to always be go 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 because you'll Mm -hmm. actually need this this moment of rest you're getting for your week ahead as well so yes chase and courtney i've been curious because Chase, I typically, this is, I, I don't know your schedule in detail, but typically you think of, oh, you know, I'm a pastoring at a community church, a lot of weekend responsibilities. And Courtney, our schedule at Michael Hyatt and Company is the typical, mm-hmm. you know, Monday through Friday. So, <laughs> you know, I have a, my dad's actually in ministry. And so I'm aware of just, it's not, you know, ministry is not this, you know, nine to whatever thing, it's, there's all kinds of stuff. So I'm curious, what kinds of conversations have you all had to have about mm-hmm. rest or about saying no or about mm-hmm. changing your schedule? And and why have those been in, important? So take me into one of those conversations where, or maybe a memory, you're like, you know what, we really need mm-hmm. to take a break or we need to change our, you know, Verbs mentioned the ideal week. Uh, what does that look like for you guys? Well, I just, I was thinking about, well, first of all, should we just acknowledge how great Verbs and Verna sound? I know, their and voices. And yeah. It's not like Mount Juliet, like, <laughs> we, are we are Mount Juliet. Juliet. Yeah. Uh, Everybody <laughs> listening is like, I don't know where Mount where Juliet is, is but, um, well, Nate Bargatze talks about our hometown in one of his Netflix specials, so yeah, that guy's what that says. Okay, everybody should know about Mount Juliet now. Um <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought, but I think when they were talking, I was, I was reminded of before we had Ellis, you and I worked really hard on, um, trying to make Saturdays our day to just rest. rest and we would yeah. do basically anything that needed to get done. Cause usually my default was actually to be like any big project. We would just tackle that on Saturday. Like, we'll do that on Saturday. And for Chase and I, it's really our one day of the week that, you know, we're all, you know, home, we're not working. And we realized, hey, we really need to try to move as many things off of Saturday. We've got to protect Saturday. Otherwise, that's it. Like, there's not another day that we're all home. And so we were really intentional about trying to get as much done leading up to that day so that on Saturday we could really rest. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as the, the, you know, this is something I've had to learn over time because whenever you're, 
um, in ministry, you're pastoring a church, whatever me, whatever um, you know that time frame. You're you constantly have phone calls. You're constantly available to people. But you, something I learned a long time ago. Somebody really coached me in this. Is it? Um, that's really not my first priority in ministry. My first ministry is to my family. So, so if I can get that right, and if I can have that area of my life healthy, then it's going to translate to the other people side of my life, and that's going to be healthier. And I was thinking about that question: is rest being important as a parent? That's what over time I've I've learned to reshape that kind of question: is what kind of parent do I want my kids to experience? Right. What do, what do I want to what do they want what I want them to see in me? So, um, because I know that when I'm tired or beat up or worn out or you know busy dad, I, I know what dad that is. And when I do those things, I certainly don't give my best. I think we all can can see that whenever we're busy schedules and we're not rested, we don't give our best. I'm I'm less patient. Um, I'm when I'm tired, I have less compassion and my tension. Um, is shorter with with my kids, and I, I I've said this in certain seasons. I've I've been like, man, I just I don't feel like I've been a good dad this week, and that's because my schedule has really been overwhelming, and I haven't taken time to rest. Um, and then when I'm rested, I'm re-energized. I extend patience. Um, you know, I'm overall a kinder person. I think that's that's in general. Yeah. Well, I I kind of think that you can take um like bedtime. Like getting a kid to go to bed as your um, thermometer on how rested you are, because guys, getting uh, five-year-olds to bed is like—I <laughs> mean, I, I don't. If you haven't experienced it, guys, it seems like how hard it's, could this be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is so hard. It's like, why is this the worst so thing? Um, but I think you know, if you're not rested and you are like overextended, I mean, I think you can really tell it in those moments. I mean, the patience level is just so small. Um, and I think for us, that's I think a really great analogy is like, what kind of parent do we want to show up as? And I think that's why this, you know, rejuvenation and how we we schedule that and plan for that is really important. Mm-hmm. There have been times where. My wife and I, I think we've mutually felt stuck with our level of rest and rejuvenation hmm. where it's just been like, well, you know, we basically, you know, we're, we're just on demand 24-7 right now or, you know, our daughter has these needs and you have these work commitments and da, da, da. Um, wh- what I would love to hear is, has there ever been a, a time, because I'm sure our listeners can relate, where they just feel like, yes, I get it. <laughs> I am, Chase, I am a better dad or I am a better parent when I have rest, but I feel stuck right now. Chase and Cordy, I'll start with you on this. Can you remember a time where you felt stuck with your level of rest and what was a creative way um, that you discovered, I guess, to sneak in some rest? Maybe it was a, a, a power nap or a changing a, a babysitting schedule or something, but has that ever happened to you? Well, I think for us, I'm speaking for brothers, so clarify me if I'm wrong, but I think realizing, reframing what rest is, I think, you know, especially in our early 30s, like we thought of rest as like, we're going to go watch a show. Um, And there are certainly some seasons of that, that that, you know, can be somewhat rejuvenating, but that's not the kind of real rest. That's not the kind of thing that makes me feel 
on the flip side, like, oh, gosh, yeah, it feels so good. Like, let's do this. Let's take on life, you know? And so I think really reframing what those things were was really important to us. What what was something, I guess, because I'm just trying yeah. to think, what is more restful than reruns of The Office? I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I personally love to get um, – a massage. I love to read at night. I love to, you know, we'll go outside and sit by the fire. You know, I will have friends over at night. Like after, you know, I have some neighbors that also have kids. It's like, Hey, once everybody's kids are down, like let's come sit around the fire and just, you know, talk. In addition to that, I think sometimes, you know, again, in my early thirties, our MO would be like, Hey, get our daughter down and like, let's immediately start watching a show Really, it's better for me to schedule things where I can kind of like, you know, get the dishwasher loaded, get some things done to really feel like, okay, now I can like totally relax, mm-hmm. you know. But sometimes resting for me means, Verna, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you feel this way. It's like, hey, I'm going to get the kids down and I'm going to get totally ready for bed. You know, like I'm going to take my makeup off. I'm going to like put on PJs. Like I'm ready for bed. And that just feels like a lot more relaxing. You know, go sit by the fire. It's like, I'm like, I'm again, it's like that airplane. Like I'm coming in for the kids have landed. Now I'm like going to take this in for a landing. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say this, like uh, what Mike was saying, we just finished soccer season. I realized that like eight o'clock, you know. I'm like, guys, that's my bedtime too. <laughs> so, you know, with the, the times that we would get back right before 8, 7.30, 7.45, I'm like, everybody take a shower and, you know, straight to bed. And if they are still like hyped up, I'm like, I'm done. I hug everybody. Good night. I hand it over to Mike. I'm like, you can pray for them, put them to bed. I'm done. You know, and and that is fine with me because... I need rest so that I can be a better parent the next day, you know. Yeah. And I think that's that's something important that you mentioned, Courtney, is um, you know, how do you view rest? I think I think you actually shared this with me after you came back from your trip, but like thinking of rest as something like the short abbreviated version of what is restorative. Mm-hmm. So what kind of activities to kind of get you back in a restored place? Mm-hmm. That way you can confront the day tomorrow, you know, you can just, you know, parent from a from a, a better posture because you've done, it could be sleep, but like you said, it could be something else. It could be reading a good book, mm-hmm. something that's restorative to your mind. Yes. Uh, well, really your, your whole person. So you can be a better person, you know, and, and, and really work from, from that versus, you know, uh, cause you could be resting, taking a nap, but still be thinking about work. So that it's not necessarily restorative because your brain is still going in one direction, yeah. but mm-hmm. what kind of pulls you back? You know, is it a hobby? I know some sort of low energy activity. What is it that actually gets you to a restored state? Mm-hmm. I'm curious if anyone has a thought about time, about someone listening going, I mean, yeah, I just, for us, it's just, it just feels like there's no time. You know, I just don't have mm-hmm. enough time. Uh, what are some strategies that you've used to, maximize your time obviously we all have the same amount of time but something that we've talked about in past episodes has been you know tools in the planner even like the ideal week or week preview those types of things because we can figure out ways to 
organize our life, I guess, to sort of find those pockets of time for rest. Um, but for the listener going, you know what, I, I hear all this and these are some good tips. I just, I wish I had more time. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you say, what advice would you give or what's a tool or a practice that you've helped each other incorporate as parents to quote unquote, find more time? Uh, sure. I'll start. <laughs> Go for it. I think again, I think again, it, it's, it's going to adjust with the season that your kids are in. Um, but just knowing that and trying to stay ahead of it as much as you can. Um, and I know this might be different for people who may be in a single parent home and they don't have a spouse that they can kind of trade off and kind of pass the, the baton with as far as, you know, who takes the kids for these couple of hours or something like that. But they may have other options as far as family or friends. But I think one thing which we actually just did last night is continuing that practice of one, just communicating with each other mm-hmm. what our weeks are going to look like. And, um, you know, sitting down, doing a quarterly preview, reviewing, you know, now that we're going into summertime, mm-hmm. uh, reviewing what does the next two months look like? Because, you know, if I have a run to where I'm going to be out of the house working, then that means she's here with the kids pretty much for th- that eight hours of the day. So how do I need to come and tag back in so, you know, she can get a time of rest, whatever that may look like. So I think just really communicating and finding those pockets within our schedules of, hey, here's here's a time on Thursday to when I come back, you know, it'd be good if you can take the kids and go outside and play soccer with them or do something. Mm-hmm. That way she can figure out what that time looks like for mm-hmm. her. But because you, you have to be super intentional about it. Again, when you have multiple kids mm-hmm. that might have extracurricular activities and they're all different, then it becomes even that more imperative to find those, get everybody's schedules, look at what's going on, look at your schedule and figure out, well, how can we get this in? What blocks do we need to move around? Mm-hmm. I like that verbs. I like the the idea of being intentional. I love, I love that word. What, mm-hmm. what doesn't um, get scheduled doesn't get done. And that's what we've kind of, even over the past couple of weeks, there's been moments where something didn't get on my calendar and it caused a ton of stress mm. the day, the day we're like, oh yeah, you're supposed to take. And I'm like, well, that messes up the whole schedule. Like right. I'm supposed to, but I didn't get it on the calendar. So that's whenever you talk about communication, that's, that's the, the most important thing with, with us. Have we communicated about the week coming up? And if we schedule things that will provide us, give us margin to mm-hmm. to give us rest and if surprises come up it really throws mm-hmm. some things off but yeah and i would i would just add that i mean i think reframing time and your like agency with time is really important i think mm-hmm. a lot of times we just think all these things are happening to us um and that we don't have any agency i think you know how we spend our time it really is our choice mm-hmm. i mean it's my choice Mm-hmm. Now I may, you know, choose to spend it. What was your, what did you say, Blake, earlier? Like going to the zoo and doing two things a day. I might lose my job, but you know, it's still my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is, this is a conversation we have with our five-year-old all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you can do that, but this is going to be the, you know, this is what's going to happen if you do that, but it's your choice, you know? Uh, and so I think reframing how we use time and really giving ourselves back the power to mm-hmm. determine uh, what we're going to do. I think too, I'll add this with what Courtney just said is the extra secret sauce is really just the power of no sometimes to where it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? We don't actually have to be 
at everything that we get invited to. Mm-hmm. If that means we're going to sacrifice, you know, some sort of needed, well needed rest, that it's it's fine to say you know or, or decline an invitation somewhere, and you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, use that time to actually rest and get be restored in whatever way you need to. Thank you all for sharing your experience. I feel like we could just keep going on this, but I'll, I'll wrap this up in the interest of time. I've heard a theme of communication, you know, and, and scheduling as an X factor that sort of, if rest is going to happen, it's because we've communicated, we've decided what we want, we've decided what to say no to, we're on the same page and stuff has ended up on the calendar. So I want to hear from each couple, what's one strategy or tip or routine that you've discovered or that you would offer as saying, hey, if you're struggling with that piece of things as you're raising kids and trying to keep your own rest and sanity, try this. What would you say, Ferbs and Verna, why don't you go first? Yeah. And this is going to sound super cliche on this podcast, but really we we get the most out of our, our time and our schedules when we're actually planning together. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're doing Normally, that's in the form of a, a, a weekly preview, but when we both have visibilities, visibility into what each other is doing, what we have coming up that week, then the whole week goes a lot smoother. Yes. The less conversations that have tension in it because we haven't communicated about someone having to be somewhere or one of us having to be somewhere. And so um, for us, I, I think it's just continuing in that routine. I agree. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, the weekly preview. I totally agree with um, verbs. Another tip I would say is just to ask your partner how they best get rest. You know, it was really mm-hmm. great even just talking about this episode because, you know, Chase and I again started talking about like, hey, how do – what do you do that you get the best rest? You know, and a lot of those things you intuitively know, but sometimes you're surprised. And so I think once you know those things – I think you can advocate for the other person. You know, you can say, hey, why don't you go, you know, to the driving range for an hour Mm -hmm. and go hit golf balls? And all of a sudden, that feels less like, oh, this person has left me here with kids to go hit golf balls. And more (laughs) like, oh, (laughs) you know, Chase is going to go do that thing that he, that really rejuvenates him, that he really finds rest in. And then when he comes back, he's going to be more present, more here with us and vice versa for me. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it feels a lot more collaborative and like we're on the same team here and less like, oh, you're getting time that I'm not getting or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's good. I I think with kind of what Verbs was referring to, they, they meet together as a family. I think that that's so important to walk through your weekly preview together. Um, and also, I think it's important for us as parents to be able to envision the end in mind, we come with it with the end in mind. Like, what do I want? Um, what kind of story do I want my kids to tell about me as a parent? And and part of that is, I, I tell this to parents all the time, in my role, it's, you know, I work with parents all the time. And, and you don't have to be perfect as a parent, you just have to be intentional mm-hmm. um, as a parent. And I, I do believe that when we are intentional with our time, our our kids benefit from from that. And so I think it's important to note that our kids model the behavior that we want to see. And so if we want them to grow into healthy adults in life, then we've got to model that for them. And I say this 
pretty often that, that re- you repeat what's most important to you. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can't do that, and volume speaks value, like uh, the more we do something, the more we model that, I, th- I think the the greater opportunity our kids have to, to be able to see it and then do that themselves. So, mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you, Chase and Courtney, Verbs and Verna for weighing in on this. Being a parent does not mean you've got to give up rest or your right to rejuvenation as chase eloquently put it with some intentionality you can find ways to rest individually find ways to rest as a couple as a family Uh, so i want to just thank each of you for joining us on this episode of folks on this super fun episode i'm sure we'll get great feedback and um you know if you're listening and you're not a member of our full focus community on facebook jump in give us feedback on this episode ask follow-up questions um i'll send all those directly to chase because he's far better far better well-spoken than me is what i was just about to say which proves my point entirely (laughs) uh so but for now thank you for joining us on focus on this i mean Chase and Verna, you know what people are talking about. It's an international sensation. People are calling it the most productive podcast on the internet. And we'll be here next week with another great episode. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay Stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the Executive Pocket Planner, which is currently $10 off in the Full Focus store. But the offer ends soon. So while you're listening to this lovely episode, you should definitely go to fullfocusstore.com, get your $10 off your executive pocket planner, and then keep listening to the podcast. So you get to have it all today. (laughs) A great deal on a great planner and get to listen to a great podcast. That's at fullfocusstore.com.